This is the fourth one. Ah. This is episode four. Ah. It's episode four. <laughs> we have made it this far. Wherefore art thou podcast? <laughs> that's that was not please don't oh. laugh at that at home that's, <laughs> it hurts it yeah. hurts to my heart yeah no, we're gonna we're gonna good. cut that out for sure <laughs> no no we'll leave it in we'll leave it leave in it. you're comedic genius hello yeah. would everyone like to hear a lecture about the differences between why and wherefore <laughs> I would. <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, that yeah, instead of the podcast. That's the wrong. whole episode. <laughs> In 1594, William Shakespeare wrote a play called Gladys <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'll lecture. I'll do an entire lecture on Shakespeare instead of a podcast about D and D. I'll do it. I don't I can care. Just be the podcast this week. <laughs> Let's go. Pick well, a play. Before People we before we can us. do that, we got to introduce ourselves. Oh. Uh, so let's uh. meet the cast, everybody, <laughs> and remember to give our uh, our adventuring tip for the day. Am I first? <laughs> yeah, always. I'm first. Great. I'll forget every time. Don't worry. My name is <laughs> Haley Whipjack, and I am playing uh, Dahlia Fermi. She's a hockey player. She's a goalie. She's tall. And her uh, adventuring tip of the week is never underestimate the importance of a driver's license when you're adventuring. Sometimes <laughs> yes. you just need to drive a car, and it's important to do it legally, kids. That's my tip. Follow up question. I guess I didn't. Ask, you know yes. what? We'll, we'll ask it in the in the <laughs> session. We'll we'll find out. If she has a license. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't given that info. But good catch. So uh, next. <laughs> uh, hi everybody. I'm uh, Kate Kadiosaurus, and I'm playing uh, Helen Iris Bulmer. She is a retired. Uh, I can't remember what I I keep changing it every time. But she's art teacher, she, I think. Art teacher. She works at the right. at the cafe and the library, serving up coffee and a little bit of wisdom. Uh, and my adventuring tip is don't work at a Renaissance festival for eight hours before <laughs> recording a podcast because it will make you sound very ill. But I'm fine. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, evidently Helen works at uh, yeah, Renfest as well. Helen the, yeah, the City Town Bill Renfest. Yes, Helen actually she does. Would. She's worked there for many years. She's got a lot of very good friends who work there. Uh, it's yeah. a very small community, but you know, it's a really good fair. It's a pop-up fair. They have it once in the park every summer. I'll keep going until you stop me. It's fine. Uh, this is all canon now. I have it's all canon it now yeah. that this whole last three episodes have just sort of maybe made a little sense to Helen. But you know, yeah, she's like, but then she's like, she's just waiting for June to come around for the local town restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> all like, right. I'm on this. And next, we do it in June. It's a mixture pride and Ren Fest. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the best. Hello, my name is Abby Bland, and I play Bryony Silvering, who is a handy person with a healthy interest in fireworks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I want to I want to keep track of that now, and we'll just kind of have a running bar of: is it unhealthy today? Is it healthy today? And you go, well, it depends on how much damage I've done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her adventuring tip: this. This week is to not startle the interns. <laughs> Just don't, don't do it. Don't startle your interns. Yeah. They'll spill mm -hmm. your coffee. They'll throw globes throw at, you. at you. Yeah. They will. <laughs> was it a globe? Yeah, it was a, it was a paperweight. I think it was like a globe. paperweight. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just like straight. Yeah, yeah, I think you, you <laughs> took to damage it. for it, so... <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not doing well now, and it's mostly because of that hit. I'm not doing well. Not because of monsters or anything. Just the intern. <laughs> Megan. So don't just because of them. Megan. They are dangerous and underpaid. Well, hey, we, we had it clear. She got 14 an hour. But yeah. um, let still underpaid. A living wage is at least 15. <laughs> You know, all right, you got me there. Um, but <laughs> Interns aren't people. Don't worry about it. And I am Tyler Corso. I am your dungeon master, story leader, and every other person in the show. Uh, it is a pleasure to have you here. And my adventuring tip for you uh, story leaders out there is... Um, Figure out if what your players are doing is legal or not, because um, that's that's a that's a fair that's a fair thing. Because if I know that 
so do the cops. Okay, uh, and that's that's a very important moment here. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes. When you say legal, do you mean like in 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 life or in the game? Honestly, both. Yeah. If your I'm players are recording like w- in someone else's house that they've broken into, you should know that too. Like you should know that that's illegal, but you should also know if mm-hmm. your character is doing an illegal thing um, cuz there are consequences everywhere, people. I feel like legality stops mattering when you are being faced with lizard people. Or giant so bees. True. Honestly, that's so uh, true. that too. Oh yeah, I forgot. I think that's that opens we a whole door for the whole D and D justice system that we are not ready to handle. Um, <laughs> well, currently our characters are still in Kansas. <laughs> also, I would like to vote that yeah. we immediately change this podcast, and now it's like in the D and D justice system. <laughs> Magic-based offenses are considered especially hated. <laughs> that will be our next opening. That'll be episode five's opening. That could be one yeah, of the we'll episodes. Episode. No, actually, it's, it's just it's a like, court dun, case. Dun. <laughs> okay, okay. <sighs> Let's take you back. Last episode, your characters uh, found their way to, uh, well, first off, you uh, dealt with John, who uh, was talking to you for a little bit, trying to get some information, and pointed out that uh, this town is not supposed to be here. Uh, But that didn't make a lot of sense to you. You were picked up by the uh, wonderful ex-mayor of the town, Sophie Berkshire, who uh, had you jump in the back of the pickup truck as she went to go secure her son and set up a uh, bunch of lights that she needs to finish in order to protect the city. Had some real Sarah Connor vibes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You guys hopped in, uh, rode up to town hall where there were bodies everywhere. You went in, you encountered an intern um, that uh, was startled as you opened the door. Took a little damage for that, but you did find Lynn. Uh, told him that his mom's off finishing up the lights and that you guys need to get to the tower. On your way, you have just encountered a very strange uh, other hooded figure, but this one uh, caused the driver of your vehicle to run in panic uh, as they were struck by fear and uh, they left you guys hanging and a bunch of flying creatures uh, have descended on the area, one of them going at Dahlia, who managed to just get into the vehicle just in time and mow that person down. And as you are pulling up, uh, we find ourselves as you are assumably coming to a halt uh, right in front of uh, the tower as you see Sophie waving you down uh, with a glowing object in her hand and she's waving you down. Um, So I assume you're driving. What do you do, Dahlia? Head towards that. Whatever's happening over there seems like where we need to be. Okay, yeah. How do you how do you um, like uh, stop at the building? What are you doing? Are you like picking a parking spot? Are you sliding in? You you tell me how this goes. I I want to get. I don't care about parking spots right now. I would like to get as physically close to the building without running into it, so okay. that we don't have to like run through open space for any reason. Now get to harken back to the whole point of our earlier jokes. Does Dahlia know? How to, we're going to say she knows how to drive because she's doing it right now. But yeah. what what level of driving capability does Dahlia have? So I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast she does have a moped. And okay. that's her primary mode of transportation. And I was just Googling moped laws <laughs> to see if you need a driver's license. <laughs> I'm pretty sure not. In the good state of South Dakota, you need a class one driver's license to drive a moped. And I couldn't remember what state city town <laughs> You couldn't remember but Kansas, South but it might Dakota as well. Vibes. Kansas, okay. big South Dakota vibes. Um, so I assume she has a driver's license. She passed her test, but she doesn't drive very often. Okay, cool. Well, then at the very least you are knowledgeable enough and yeah, you're pulling it to a stop. You're stopping up near the front. Everyone had packed into Mm -hmm. the vehicle. So there are, uh, there are six of you stuck in there because there were three already. And then the three of you climbed in and that one person took off. Uh, so Mm -hmm. with that, you've just screeched up to the front and Sophie runs over and she's waving you get inside, get inside. Don't have to tell me twice. Absolutely. We're coming. Dahlia, did you just run that, that person over? Yes. Is that what just happened? Uh-huh. Okay. Is that We'll talk about it later, okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Later's good. Not now. So you've all gotten out of the vehicle, I assume? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. Okay. She she has told you to go in. Is there anything you would like to do in the process or as you're doing this? 
or do you just beeline for the door? Can can you just like word picture kind of what are we what are we seeing in this like okay, kind of new so, area? Uh, in this new area, the tower itself is a structure that looks a lot like what a lighthouse looks like. It yeah. has a staircase that goes all the way around the outside of it leading up to the top where a large glowing beacon is. Uh, but also there is the main floor door that goes inside. And some of you probably have been inside the tower before. It's not like off limits or anything. Um, it's just, you know, where the they crystal have school is. school tours. Yeah, absolutely. It's just where the crystal <laughs> is. Uh, and yeah. inside of it, uh, you know, um, you know, the typical layout of it, that it is a fairly, fairly sizable space. And yeah, school tours, enough to take a classroom in here at least. And around you, there are other, just the standard downtown area. Uh, you've got some stores nearby, uh, but behind you, you have those buzzing creatures in the air. Uh, that did try to attack you a moment ago. Uh, and that person that you hit, uh, I'm actually going to let you know uh, that you you have seen them get up. Mm. Oh, that's concerning. Mm. That is concerning. So, Sophie, yeah, do you know good. what's going on? Uh, there's a lot going on. Where do you want to start? Uh, I have. I just have a player question. Yeah. Is, is the top of the tower lighthouse, is it like... A conventional lighthouse where there's like the railing, but it's open. Is it like enclosed? Like what's like the upper level like situation with this thing? Yeah. So the upper level is sort of like a watchtower. Uh, it okay. is enclosed uh, okay. and there is like light coming through um, because par part of the crystal does protrude up. But you know that is not the crystal that is just like mm. like the street lights that is an extension of it um just kind of like a cool display of it is at the top of the tower but the crystal you know is inside okay i think helen's gonna look at sophie and say what happens if we uh, turn turn it off what 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 do we wh how do we stop these how do we make this stop happening <laughs> helen if you turn that off which I don't know if any of us are actually capable. Uh, I don't know that it wants that. Uh, we die uh, if we can manage to finish. Then we might just have a chance. And uh, make a perception check, everybody. All right. All right. Oh, twenty-one. Ooh. I got a thirteen. Eleven. All right, 11 and 13 is good enough for you to notice that John is missing. John is not here presently. Oh, dear. Um, could be inside, could be elsewhere, but you just recognize now in this moment, like, we sent John with you, and she is out here mm -hmm. by herself. Um, with the 22, uh, which you recognize 21 uh, if that matters uh, the 21 uh, well, <laughs> now suddenly i don't want to be a liar uh, <laughs> <I don't wanna> <laughs> uh, with the 21 you recognize some of what helen was seeing earlier but now you can actually mm. see it as part of her coat pulls back and you can see a massive abdominal wound on sophie oh no uh, so she has she has been gravely injured, and you you are able to like get a glimpse of like some like dark blood. Mm hmm. But she's like up and walking around. Uh, she's just hurt. Possibly adrenaline. Possibly what? But it sure. does not look like a good thing. Uh, that sure. Is happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll just. Like, are we, we're going inside? That's happening? Yes? We're not all just vibing it, outside? Whatever you guys, yeah. whatever you say. I think it'd be best to go inside and, and at least get away from all of this. And Sophie, it looks like you need medical attention. Can we put pressure on that? Is there anything? You should not be walking around right now. If you put pressure on this, I am going to hit you. <laughs> that I will not put pressure like on that. Overreaction? <laughs> um... <laughs> It was a suggestion. <laughs> she rushes towards the <laughs> door. Sophie, Sophie where, okay. where's John? He's finishing up and she pulls open the door and tells okay. you all to, to get inside. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. And Lynn and the other worker and the intern are with you as well. And they all come scrambling in. Uh, and this, this instance happens in a few seconds. And as they shut the door, 
uh, she barricades it very quickly uh, and kind of slumps against the wall. And inside the tower now, just uh, to, to give you the lay of this, there is an access staircase on the inside as well that does go up. Uh, but this one on the inside is actually spiraling around the jutting up crystal that goes through the entire space of this entire tower. Um, and below you is where a staircase will lead you down to an uh, an underground, like a basement level where the main crystal bulk is. Um, but what you have is like a very sharp spire that is pointing the entire way up to the top. And that is what you see at the top of the tower. Um, but you are aware that lower level is whole crystal. Okay. And the only door in here is the one that you have just barricaded. Uh, so the entrances would include that door up above and if there was one down below. Um, so Sophie, do you have a plan? Like, what are we supposed to do? What can we do to help you? <sighs> help me get up there. And she points to the top of the tower. Does, right. does this seem like a good plan? Uh, well, my question to Sophie, I'm not quite sure you're in a position where you can, you should be running up all those stairs. Can can you maybe yell instructions or tell us what to do from the bottom? I don't. I don't want you to get any more hurt than you already are. You're not looking mm. too good, darling. You don't understand it, and I do not have the ability to explain it to you in your current state. Uh, uh, can all we change right. that? Our current state. Can I? Can, what? Just take a second here. Can I wrestle around in my purse and find a Werther's candy to give to Sophie? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Try to get, a, get her some hit points. Uh, yes, I will allow you to do this. Uh, go ahead and roll a medicine check for me as you okay. dig around and you grab the the candy and you're going to offer it to her. Um, yeah, give me. Oh, that's it's a thirteen. Okay, so that's a thirteen. Um, with that, I'm going to say that's not high enough to uh, do much, uh, but with that little sugar rush that you're trying to give her, um, honestly, uh, roll a roll a d4 for me. Hell yeah! All right, that's a three. Okay. Hell okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you offer this. You offer this Werther, and uh, she she takes it. She pops it in her mouth. Oh God, I fucking love these. <sighs> <sighs> They're good. All right. So, uh, so all right, Sophie. I. Uh, all right. So, do we need to get you up there? It's it's imperative that you that you come with us. Yes, or we go with you. Make a persuasion check to see if she'll allow you to do this. Without her, Sophie to die, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a nat twenty, baby. Twenty-four. Okay. So, here's what we do. So, folks, uh, with nat twenties and nat ones yes. throughout the rest of the podcast, we're going to be uh, taking some of the things from. Uh, the different series uh, powered by the apocalypse system and combining it with D&D. And all you need to know about that is when there is a success or a failure, which we're applying to crits, so nat ones and nat 20s, uh, something extra happens. So with a nat 20, uh, in this instance, since it's out of combat, you are attempting to persuade her. You have a 24. That is good enough to do so. But I am also going to give you the choice to add something else to it right now. And given the situation, uh, the, the choices I'll give you is you can A, learn what's hidden. That That's B the one. I choose that. I don't even okay. care. Okay. I choose that's that. It. What the fuck that is going on? <laughs> Please, Sophie. Okay. So, uh, okay, absolutely. You are trying to convince her what, wow, oh, this, is, this is wonderful, okay? <laughs> this is great. I was waiting for an opportunity. You ask her, can we do this without you? And you're, she sees that you are genuinely trying to help. And she looks down at the chunk of crystal in her hand that's glowing. And she looks around and she says, Helen, it has been, we've been friends for a long time, haven't we? Yes, of course. I, uh, I cannot explain what is happening to you? And I am very sorry about that. But perhaps 
It can. And she Uh-oh. looks over at the crystal and she says, I'm not doing too good. <laughs> we are kind of in a bit of a, a bit of a predicament. I need something. And in the center of the room, a few steps up that circular staircase on a section of the crystal, something starts to glow. And it, uh, make a wisdom saving throw for me, um, Helen. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, that was a 15. Okay. Uh, so you feel like a strong urge to it, but you do not start moving uh, like out of your own control. But you felt like instantly you wanted to walk towards it. All right. And at this point, Lynn rushes over and is trying to tend to his mother. Uh, and she's Lynn, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I tried to finish them. I tried to finish the lights. But if y'all are going to do it, you're going to need that. And she nudges towards that uh, glowing spot on the spire of the crystal that's uh, a few steps up. Uh, I'm going to go towards it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Bryony said you're going towards it. Uh, you, yep. It's a couple of steps up the staircase. You can walk up to it and looking at it, there is a section of the crystal, almost like it's something liquid behind the crystal but you know it's a solid crystal but like something is moving through it and has gathered in a glowing light right behind it like right behind the outside of the crystal just under the first like layers of skin and it's there and it's sort of slowly flowing and moving i'm gonna like pull like a wrench off my like fork belt and like poke it okay (laughs) Yeah, you can poke at this, make an attack roll. Oh, dear. Oh, oh boy. That's a two. Yeah, you're, you strike the crystal, and you didn't really think maybe anything would happen, but uh, nothing seems to happen. Uh, it doesn't scratch it, doesn't really damage it at all. Well, I was just poking it. I didn't <laughs> want to damage it. <laughs> just like, Sophie, is this something we're supposed to be able to take? Like, what do you mean? If it's meant for you. Oh. Who's it meant for? I wouldn't know. Well, Sophie, I mean, I was I was talking to you. So like as as Helen is saying this, she's gonna like walk over to where Bryony is and she says, Well, I was I was talking to you when when this appeared and I I've seen enough weird and strange things happening. Can do Bryony, do you mind if I give it a try? Sure, Helen. Just and I guess I'll just like, can I like hold it up to the light and like look through it maybe? Mm, uh, so this is a, to give you the, the image is just imagine from the ground all the way to oh, like two stories like big, big up boy. is a okay. star ah. solid crystal. But okay. this thing has just moved. And as you approach, it is swirling a little faster and it mm. is pressing all the way up against as if it's even coming closer to the edge of the crystal as you approach. Likes you. Oh, can I like reach out my hand and like, you know, like ET it? <laughs> and as your hand touches the oh, outside no. of the crystal, <laughs> this thing, this energy, this light, this weird fluid moves through to the outside of the crystal and it goes through your fingers and begins to move down your arm. Oh, oh my. As it attaches, it wraps around one of your pieces of jewelry on your wrist and encompasses the entirety of it. And it begins to glow. What color does it glow? What is Helen's favorite color? Oh, definitely turquoise, like 100%. And a solid turquoise glowing band now encompasses one of the gold and turquoise uh, banglets that you had. But you know that this one is different. It's thicker and you feel something course through you. Hmm. Make a history check. 
Alright. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, okay. Oh, that's a dirty 20. You know, like you've always known. This is magic. Yeah. And those things outside, those are called sturges. Those are flying creatures. You know all of this stuff. You are knowledgeable about that like you always have been. And the lights and the work that she is saying that needs done feels like magic. Okay. Uh, Sophie, the, the, the rest of the work, what do you need us to finish to stop the, would you say Sturges? Yes, Sturges. Sturges. And when you say those words out loud, she goes, you know, well, yeah, of course I know. The sun wasn't born yesterday, darling. What are you? What are you talking about? Of course, can we just? All right. And she relaxes a little bit, and she holds out the chunk of crystal that is in her hand. And as she holds this out to you, it is still glowing. And she says, "You got to get this to the top, and you need to say these words." Merit in us. Is that is that's it? That's it. Okay. When you see John's signal, you're going to see one hell of a light show. Hey, everybody, it's Corso, your Misfits manager. I don't know why I said it like that, but we're rolling. We hope you're enjoying episode four of the Misfits Adventure Guide. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We've had hundreds of listens in our first week of release, and that's super cool. Oh, and just a pro tip. We always recommend you stick around after the credits. You never know what might happen. Remember, if you like the show, there are several ways you can help support us. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash misfitsparty. Shout out to all of our new patrons. Thank you so much. All levels gain access to our exclusive discord server you can come chat with us ask questions hang out and uh, slowly help us build a community you can also get episodes two days early you could help name people and things in the show and even get access to our monthly bonus episode other ways you can help support us is by hopping over to apple podcasts and leaving a five-star review your reviews really help people know what to expect when they decide to listen to us you can always follow us on twitter at misfits party tweet at us let us know how you're liking the show so far and you can also hit us up at misfits at gmail Well, that's all for this week, so let's keep rolling. So what do you do? What do all of you do? Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm just standing in the back looking very confused. Yeah. (laughs) So does it... Bryony is able to see this happen to Helen because they're like next to each other, but doesn't know what exactly. has happened. You watched the banglet yeah. happen. You watched all of that happen. You saw this. You might even consider it magic in your mind, but Helen is on something else right now. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. And as far as yeah, Bryony's reaction, like what what do you what do you do in this instance? Helen, that the the thing that just that just went around your uh, wrist. That's the thing that happened. Um. You good? Oh me? Yeah, of course I'm good, darling. It's just a it's just a magic bracelet. It's you know, we've seen it just before. Just a magic bracelet. And I mm-hmm. I have not seen that before. To my to my knowledge. Like a David Blaine kind of magic bracelet or But no, you know, for the for oh, can I roll like a magic check to see like is it <laughs> yeah. like a protection? Roll an arcana check. Alright. Here I go. Rolling Fuck me, that is a natty one, baby. Hey, what happens when we crit? What happens? Mm -hmm. This is going to be such a joy. No. You are trying to ask her questions about this, but you've also been given a task. And you watch as she, thinking about this, uh, tries to touch the bracelet and interact with it. And suddenly, 
energy pulses out from the bracelet and a turquoise figure, like a, a ghastly figure overlays itself now over Helen. This figure is taller, has tattoos all across her body and wraps all around her hands and wrists. And in an instant, grips down tighter on the crystal that was handed to her from Sophie and turns and you watch Helen start uh, uh, Helen? bolting up. But this like oh, Jesus. figure is overlaid over her and Helen at a speed you have never seen before <laughs> begins bolting up the staircase to get to the top of the tower. Uh-huh. Cool. H- H- Helen, who's your Come on, who's come, on come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. I'm running with, I'm pulling Brian. We're going, we're going too. (laughs) Yeah, Helen, your body has just turned, and you know, you know, just you've got to get up there. And your body and this thing, this this figure that has taken over you, yeah, coming from the bracelet that you were tampering with, uh, Uh is running to complete that mission. All right. Uh do you contest the mental thing that is happening to you now, or do you write it out? Honestly, I I think Helen was just kind of like going to write it out, I think. Okay. So because you are not contesting it, it takes a little bit more of a step in. And as you are running up these stairs super quickly, you remember, yeah, this is, this is nothing, you know, at the, at the, in your prime and your monk training, you should have been able to clear 40 stairs at a time. Being able to phase through walls or scale things is nothing to you, Slick Set. And this is your name? This is your... Then you're at the top of the stairs and it washes away. Right. But you knew for a moment that was that was true. That was solid. That was... And then it's gone. Okay. Uh... Oh, I think, honestly, at this point, uh, am I able to talk? Yeah, you're you. Okay, you're absolutely okay, okay. solid. That thing uh, is faded away now. All right. I think Helen is going to kind of like yell down and say, uh, girls, get up here. I don't want to have to do. Oh, I don't want to have to do this myself. Um, I've been running. I've been pulling. Uh, Sophie, what am I? What am I? Yeah. I w- yeah. <laughs> the, the whole time. <laughs> We're we're yeah, and the, we're the intern and the others are not following you. <laughs> they, are, like, they watch that happen and have it almost they've almost opened the door to leave. <laughs> uh, so I think Helen's here called out to say, Sophie, am I am I just putting it back? What are we? Where does it? Where does it go? Uh, and she yells up to you, look for John's signal. All right. Well, what's the signal? <laughs> Roll a perception check. And I'm going to say that all of you have made it up there. Uh, and you are now able to Thank look you. out on the city. Uh, and roll a perception check. Oh, that's 11. All of us? So we're all rolling? Yep, all of you. 16. 14. An 11. Ah, okay. So, Dahlia, as you run up, uh, each of you getting up there and kind of looking out on the city, you're looking in different directions, seeing different things. And one of the things that uh, one of the things that you see is you spot because you spotted it earlier. You spot her vehicle. You spot Sophie's truck, it, and you notice like it wasn't parked out front when you got here. So when you think about it, the sure. truck was gone, and you see John <laughs> out there, and you honestly hear it too because he fires more yeah. shots at one of these figures uh, <laughs> as he oh is God. working on something in the street. And he is working on it furiously. And these things are like, you saw one of them come at him and you see another body that is only a few paces away from him. And he is furiously working on uh, whatever task he's been given. Uh, But it looks like he's not quite done. Okay. So that's the shooting is not the signal. Uh, (laughs) No, no. If the shooting was the signal, we would be late. (laughs) Um, Uh, Do you convey this information? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I point down at him. Okay, yeah, so everyone is now aware. I assume when he's done, that'll be signal. Maybe it'll be like a big light. I don't know. Maybe the crystal will break. I don't know. I don't Girl, know. Girls, I mean, 
I know that we're already up here, but it looks like John's sort of, you know, in the middle of something. Should we bring Sophie up? I feel like this is something maybe she might want to see. I'm, I'm a bit worried about her. Do we have time, do you think? I don't know. I have, does, does, can we tell how much work John still has to do? Uh, whatever he's doing, there are tangled knots and things that he, it looks like he's vigorously trying to undo and he's running, uh, across the street and grabbing something there and running it back across the street. Now he, he's doing something sort of large and it feels like you may have a minute, um, while he's trying to finish up whatever this is. So you, you are unsure exactly, but you don't think that he mm -hmm. is about to be finished. So there is right. some time involved. We've got like a minute. Well, Do you well, want to? You could stay up here with the thing, and I could go make sure she gets up here. If you really, if you're worried. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just worried about you know leaving her on her own down there. She's not looking too good, and I, I don't want you know any of those things to get inside. Yeah. I mean, the intern's down there. I'm gonna go get she's her. Not by herself. Yeah, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> down there. I'm gonna go okay. get her. She's okay. only making fourteen dollars an hour. <laughs> so okay, so Dahlia's going down there uh, to to grab. They're getting uh, paid. To grab Sophie. Okay, roll an athletics check for me. I would love to. I'd love to roll an athletics check. Twenty five. Yeah. Is that a <laughs> sport girl? Sport girl. It's a nineteen on the. Okay. Die. Okay. I was gonna say, was that a natural? Like no. Okay. I great. Was, yeah. I, I was really close. Honestly, no. stair climbers are just part of your training. This is nothing. Uh, yes. Like Helen got up here crazy fast, but like you are stamina wise, you're fine. You get all the way down Helen there. Helen had a ghost um, thing. This is pure yeah. training. <laughs> and John is still out there working uh, for the two of you who are looking down there. So yeah, you get over and uh, Sophie says, what's wrong? Uh, come up with us, please. We want to make sure you're okay. If things seem rough. I think you deserve to be up there with us when whatever happens, happens. <sighs> okay. Uh, I got you. We'll get okay, you help, up there. Okay, help me up. Okay, so yes. Yep. Uh, you are going to uh, make another athletic check, but with disadvantage okay. now that you have no! someone with you. You got um, this. You got this. And of course, like, Lynn and them are going to help you, but, like, you are still speed-wise is what I'm looking for here. Yeah. Um, my lower one would be an 18. Okay. Sport girl, sport girl. <laughs> okay. You what did get you roll? <laughs> I rolled a 17 for my thing. Oh. And <laughs> so you get her up there and honestly the rest follow because they are not going to stay down there by themselves. Um, That's fine. And you get her all the way to the top. It takes you about a minute or two, um, you know, to, to get all the way up there. But as you do, you look back out in the direction of where John was and you see him run one last thing and tie it and connect it and run over then and hop into the truck and begin laying on the horn as he throws that truck in reverse. I think, I think Feels that's like a signal, signal <laughs> Helen. <laughs> That seems like the signal. All right. Well, uh, Merit Innes. Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> you said it so hesitantly. I wrote it down phonetically and then I couldn't remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nervous. <laughs> Everyone roll initiative. Yes, I got a 12. I got a 10. I got an 8. Hey, we're skip counting. So okay. cute of us. Well, that doesn't sound uh, good. You go to say those words, and you bring up this glowing crystal in your hand. And as you go to say those, a hand grabs it and pulls it out of your hands as you go to say that. What? And you turn around and see that hooded figure you hit with the truck earlier. <laughs> standing there and he is now up on this level with all of you oh dear <laughs> oh no and he pulls back a hood and you know he because he pulls back his hood and you see pointed ears mm. blonde hair with bits of black streaks throughout it he has strangely purple eyes and a complexion and 
a, a smooth face that you have never seen this almost like he glows almost right and mm-hmm. says such a peculiar place what is this well, that's a good question, sir. We're actually, we're in the process of trying to figure it out, and you just kind of interrupted. Hmm. And he looks to Sophie and says, You again. How persistent. You can drop your disguises now, for I can see you as you truly are. Sophie, what's he talking about? There's no use in dragging this out. Why do you hide like that? Um, and he's looking at all of you. Well, young man, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've had a very long day, and I don't know what you're talking about, uh, but I would very much like that back. So why mm. don't you do that for us, and then we can all go home. So with that nat 20 initiative, he got to steal that from your hands. But who had uh. the 12? I did. Okay. Dahlia, you have this moment now. Um, this is your moment and initiative to do something if you'd like. <laughs> I want to take it back, but I have a single hit point and I'm really <laughs> worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die here. What I would Dahlia do? I could still do a Werther's. <laughs> <laughs> what would Dahlia do? This is the question, isn't it? Oh, boy. Because I imagine I I feel like trash. Yeah, you probably feel awful with one hit point. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can, you can yeah. hold uh, an action. You can set up a help action. Anything that you would like. Yeah, I think... I think I'm going to move to be cover for Sophie. Okay. Because as much as I feel like absolute garbage, somebody has an actively bleeding abdominal wound. Okay. And so and you move. he seems really aggressive towards her. So, I so just are you be holding an action then? Because uh, movement is fine. You still have an action or bonus if you'd like to hold one, like in lieu of someone coming near yeah. her or anything of the sort. Yeah. I want to be ready to try and, I guess, grapple if he gets near her. Okay. Cool. Just, so you've got a barrier set yeah. up. Uh, and the 10 was? I think it was Helen, wasn't it? Okay. Uh, yeah, Helen. Yeah, because yeah. you had the 8, correct? Yeah. Okay, so 10, Helen. Uh, hit us with, uh, what does Helen do in this moment? Uh, and actually, make a quick, uh, this is just straight up a intelligence check. Oh, God, that's a 7. Okay. Uh, with that, you recognize this is an elf. Okay. There's more to it in your mind, but it's kind of hazy. You don't quite recall all the details. Well, it's been a long day. <sighs> you, you are aware that this is an elf. All right. Uh, I think Helen... Oh, boy, this is a bad idea, but I'm going <laughs> to do it. So, narratively speaking, I never put down the coffee mug. Like, <laughs> I've just been holding a coffee mug the whole time. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I would just like to say that narratively I have a coffee mug, so what I would like to do is I would like to rear back with my coffee mug and say, now you listen to me, young elf. I understand that you've had a long day and we've had a long day too, but I am not willing to stand here and let you treat our town and my friends like this. So hand it over or I will be forced to take, well, drastic actions. Frankly, I don't want to resort to violence. (laughs) This is your last shot. (laughs) Okay, so you're holding it up, but you're not brandishing brandishing it, but you're not doing anything with it yet? Brandishing. threat. Yeah. He looks at you and says... What are you to do with that? Oh, let me show you. And then can I just like, try, like pop him just like right across the face with it? 
So are you trying to throw it ranged or are you stepping up to like <laughs> oh, smash you know it what? in his face? I, I changed my vote. I changed my mind. I would I would like I would like to take the coffee bug and smash it against the railing. So I have like <laughs> like you know they like break the bottle off <laughs> like in the movies. But I want to do it like with That's my coffee mug. Nonsense. So I have like the hand love- so I have like the handle, but then the rest of it is all spiky. So I have like ceramic brass Roll knuckles. A dexterity check for me to make sure that you do not smash the entire cup. Okay, I would be delighted to do that for you. That's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're good. Jesus. Uh, so you have smashed. Most of the cup, but you have still included the edges <laughs> over your knuckles yeah. as you desired. So yeah. you now have coffee cup knuckles. Yes. Uh, so I would like to take my broken <laughs> ceramic coffee cup knuckles and say, time for coffee. I don't panic. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then I would like to hit him. Does Helen also say, I panicked? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she does. That's absolutely. She's like, oh, that was. Oh, all right. Oh. And <laughs> It was good. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. And, and you, you go to attack? Here I go. Okay. Roll me that attack roll. Oh, that's a 19. Uh, that's close to a crit, but excellent. Uh, yeah. So a 19, uh, a 19 is going to hit this guy. All right. Um, and as you go to, you strike him and roll a, roll that unarmed strike damage. Um, and we're actually just going to change it over to slashing. That's eight. Uh, so you step up and I like this character. He didn't take any response to you <laughs> stepping up. He didn't seem to read it as danger. And you strike at him and slash across his face. Oh, Jesus. And it makes his head turn. And then he reaches up and touches the cut and looks back at you. Now, I'm not quite certain why you're residing in that form. Otherwise, I would tell you to utilize your ability to run. But as a human, I suppose that is not within your capabilities at this moment. Well, that's that's a bit ageist of you, don't you say? I go to the Y. (laughs) And now it is Bryony's turn. Uh, Bryony, make a perception check. There's a nat one. Okay. Oh. I'm just um, so mad that he's being mean to Helen. <laughs> okay. So yeah, with that nat one, uh, we are gonna hold an action here. Um but Briny, uh that is uh your your turn, your move to do whatever you'd like. How is he holding the 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 crystal? The oh, thing? he just has it in like his left hand. Like, it was grabbed by, like, a floating hand that pulled it over to him, and then he grabbed it, and he's looking at it, and he's just, like... holding it? Yeah. Well, now he's dealing with this cut on his face, but, yeah, he's just holding it. I want to... I just want to try to kick his legs out from under him. I'm going to go to sweep the legs. I don't think this will go well. (laughs) Okay, you're going to run up to... This is what Bryony would try to do. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. So you run up to sweep the leg, and this is going to be... uh, Really, this is, like... A shove attack is what you're doing here. And so that is going to be your uh, your athletics or, um, yeah, your Look, athletics versus- That's a terrible choice. This is a terrible choice. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it is it what Bryony would do? I think so. Okay. Because like, yeah, our goal is that's to the just choice. get the thing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, she's going to like spear tackle or something, whatever, um, to sweep the legs. So that is an athletics. It'll be versus his uh, dexterity or athletics in return. So you make your roll and I will make mine. Okay, that's a 16. Okay. Uh, he rolled a 14. And so uh, what are you, where are you, ta- what are you doing? Are you tackling? Are you I'm, kicking? Are you? I'm like, can I say I wanted to kick him in the crotch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, absolutely. So you run up. And, just like, how dare you be mean to Helen? Uh, and just like swing. And you run up and you kick him in the crotch. And uh, that that's a definite hit. Uh, give me uh, give me that damage, that unarmed strike damage. It's just one. 
That's fine. Briny doesn't have any strength modifier. <laughs> and so you still kick him. And he looks down at you, also annoyed. Hello, sir. And so you have just kicked him, um, but in this, since it was a since it was a shove attack attempt here, um, when you when you do this, you have made him feel the pain, and we're going to count that as prone because that's what a shove attack would have done as made him prone. And he slowly, as if he's trying to keep his composure, like to keep like chill, is <laughs> like slowly <laughs> leaning forward a little bit, mm-hmm. and he crouches down to look at you like eye level because he's much taller. He's about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and he leans down, and he looks at the ground for a moment. I tried to be civilized about this. I don't think picking on an old lady is civilized. And well, in this instance... Do we have to say, oh. <laughs> uh, in this, Sorry, Helen. In this instance, we're going to give mature. you this moment. You wanted to put him prone. He is the equivalent of prone because he is double. He's he's bent over at this point. Uh, he has done so not in an instant drop fashion, but you have succeeded in your prone approach. What are you? What are you aiming for here? Well, I wanted him. I wanted whoever tried to grab the crystal next to have advantage. Was okay. The and so he says this then, and this is how we'll resolve that. Uh, so he has doubled over. Is there anything else you want to do? You've used your action and some movement to get up to him. Yeah, I think that's all I can do. Okay, so you've run up and you kicked him and you see him bend over and he's got his hands on his knees for a moment as he shuts his eyes and inhales. I'm not certain of the circumstances of this strange little town or what your purpose in masquerading as a human is. But shall I tell you what you are? What do you mean, what am I? What, what I am? I'm, I, I'm Briny Silvering. And at this moment, someone comes dashing past, taking a rash decision as she sees an opportunity. Of um, and because you oh, did no. not see what she was trying to signal to you and because you missed it, she's taking opportunity into her own hands and using the ad- advantageous mm-hmm. moment, she has rushed forward and Sophie has grabbed the crystal and she is managing to pull it out of his hands for just a brief moment and bring it above her head. And she says, I'll tell you what I am a fucking problem. And she smashes the crystal. <laughs> yeah. And as she says the words, <laughs> Merit Itis, you see suddenly the sky goes dark. And he reaches over and grabs her by the throat in an instant. Oh, whoa, whoa, hey. And she smiles. So? And everything goes white as a bolt of lightning from the sky strikes where they are. And you watch as the two of them are blasted over the side. Oh, no. Over the side? A bolt of lightning struck them and blew oh them God. over the railing. What? And that's where we end the episode. Oh. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. That seems right. <laughs> She's dead. She died for Sherzies, right? Oh. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> they were warriors.